This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Just get it going. I've forgotten how to introduce a podcast. Fuck my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally do. I, we don't have time for a song. Hello, everyone. To a oh, fucker. Fucker. Okay, I can do this. Head of the game. Head of the game, O'Brien. Jesus Christ, they're going to be here for all night just on the intro. Hello, fucker. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stop it, you're not helping at all. Um, <laughs> hello everyone to the Podmania... Fuck it, okay, I got it now. This will be one, this will be one. Um, welcome everyone to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Chris O'Brien, Rob can't be here because fuck virgins, I guess. I think that's what you said. Um, I am joined by the reliable, <laughs> the reliable Gaff Jackson. How are you? Good, good. Just um, with your... Yeah, experience. If, if all goes well, we should be in video form on some platforms. If you're listening to us on Spotify, of course it's not. But this is what we look like. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we we basically look like our avatars, except the hair's not as well kept today. And but Garth is basically a spitting image of his avatar. <laughs> Which is actually, it's like really true to life. Um, so we're going to get into our matches soon, but like we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the passing of a legend this week in Pat Patterson, who just yesterday, wasn't it? He passed away. Yeah, um, really sad. Um, I mean, it seemed to come out as a shock as well, because people had said he'd possibly been battling cancer for a while, but yeah. A lot of people sort of obviously sending out condolences and stories and just one of those people that, well, for both of us, both of us, has been an ever-present in the wrestling thing. Like, um, and obviously people, a lot of people know his past, first IC champ, um, one of very few openly gay wrestlers in the business because it was a thing that was not. So he's an abs- like a total trailblazer in that sense. And the fact that the matches he had were good, he had a good career. Um, worked as a booker for Vince. He was like Vince's right hand man for decades. Um, just seemed like I stood. Everybody seemed to have good stories about him, and um, just yeah, pretty sad. Like, was he seventy five? Yeah, he was around that. I d- I should have gotten more on it, but to be fair, I assumed Rob would be um, hosting. <laughs> um, 
it's weird because for most people, especially our generation, we kind of know him as a sort of comedy figure, as like one of the Stooges, yeah. and then that would be the context in which he show up, um, showed up. That or he'd randomly break up a fight backstage. Um, weirdly, where I know him from was like WWE had this weird shoot thing back in the day called Legends of Wrestling, and you can tell it's another mm. WWE thing because they said wrestling, and it was just old timers talking about the business, and he was always on it, and he was always really funny because <laughs> of yeah, course, like he was an age, he was an agent for about as long as his, as he was a wrestler, and so he just has so many stories of like having to try and wrangle. Um, various talent. <laughs> That's it's like every like everybody who ever gets interviewed, like podcasts and things, tend to have a Pat Patterson story as well. Um, or they do like the impressions of him and stuff because he actually left such a impression on people. Mm-hmm. Um, from training the guys to like you say booking them, involved with storylines. Um, yeah, just. Sad. Hopefully, that will do some sort of like decent tribute. I'm guessing they will, because like I say, he's been Vince's like a man for like forty years or something. Yeah. So, well, do we, I think they put was for I think they put a little tribute of a star of NXT yesterday. Mm. I, um, I believe, but yeah, um, I don't think it's going to be something like Dusty where they gave give him like a tournament or anything like that because he's more influential on main roster where they're more set in their ways. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he certainly deserves the Pat Patterson Royal Rumble. A Pat Patterson which just rename the Royal Rumble to that or call whatever <laughs> or just call the Greatest Royal Rumble that we always have in um, Saudi. That that would be a nice yeah. little touch. Um, yeah. But yeah, he'll definitely be missed. I'm sure as a backstage present, everyone's going to miss him. It's going to be an adjustment for several wrestlers, I'm sure. But in the spirit of that, let's enjoy some wrestling. Um Watch some wrestling. So, to be fair, one of the matches I heard just to laugh at apparently a drug addict. That's apparently what we do now. Um, so we have oh. we have three matches, um, none of which are WWE, all of which are WWE competition throughout the years. And we, mm-hmm. good smacks. Um, I mean, I'm wearing an independent wrestler's t-shirt, and Garth is I'm representing <laughs> representing WWE. <Bret> <laughs> you say that? But I I literally do just imagine Shawn Michaels when I think of that belt. Uh, <laughs> I could see your face sure, drop though. there. It's like Sean is like, oh, you boy, let me fucking tell you. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start out with AJ Styles versus Adam Cole because just we're Why now not? on top of their respective brands or have been for the past several years since 2017, actually. Symmetry. Um, and then we're going to go to Jeff Hardy versus Sting because we can't watch TNA without it being bad. And. <laughs> <laughs> and then on to All In, which was a weird out of nowhere pick, because yeah. of all the people I expected to pick a Kenny Omega match, Garth was not one of them. See? Hello moments. Hello moments. He has his moments. So we're going to start with the Ring of Honor match, so if you want to get that up. Um, it's on YouTube. There'll be a link somewhere, I assume. Um... In the description. <laughs> If this doesn't end up on YouTube, like if the video fucks up or something, and we just get the audio, like Rob's gonna it's hate. Not here, so there's no gremlins unless it's sabotage. Well, it's past midnight, so no, it's not. It's past nine o'clock. Um, anyway, you ready, Gaff? 
I am. Okay. Okay, if everyone's ready, go in three, two, one, play. Throwback Thursday. I used to do that for a page I manage, and it's the best post engagement we have all week because people were like, yay, the past. Ooh. We love the past. Yes. Nostalgia. Adrian <laughs> Adam Cole. Not dispute here, Adam Cole. Um, well, this is, did you watch much Adam Cole before the interview there? Like, did you watch Ring of Honor? Hardly, hardly anything, yeah. See, because around this time, this is when I was really getting into Ring of Honor. And I remember this was one of the first matches I watched where I was like, holy shit. This is because my only contact for wrestling at that point was the WWE main roster. So, yeah. I was like, holy shit, a Canadian Destroyer? Oh my god. And like it was a volume of Canadian destroyers as well, and super kicks where you get them sort of Im- impact, but get maybe one a show you were lucky. But here I was yeah. having a little smarky mind blow. <laughs> and so Adam Cole, you know the king, because you reviewed R H for a while, you know the kingdom. That was originally Mike Bennett, Adam Cole, and Matt Taven with Maria. Which is why we're sort of doing a new kingdom. So that's what the that's what like the shorts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the actual theme song was mixing Bennett and Cole's theme, which was cool. Part of the kingdom. Also, you can tell this is 2014 um, because um, Bullet Club teachers had not quite taken over all all wrestling shows. Because like, in like 2015-2016, that building would be 90% Bullet Club shirts. Continue cold down. Like, this shouldn't work. This should be the cringiest thing in the world. But it works. How does he make it work? What, the gloves thing? <laughs> no, no, even the gloves thing, just the small southern man in the hood. Is AJ Styles the best wrestler in the world? I don't know, like, I remember the first time seeing him on TNA when I first started watching that in what? Bobby Cruz. 2006 or seven. Just sort of blown away because nobody was really doing that at the time. Because we just take it over, just all the, the big men. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that seems to be a thing. Everyone seems to have little. That's brilliant. AJ is because I loved AJ in TNA. So I literally followed him to Ring of Honor because I was like, the only guy I like right now in TNA is like Joe and MVP, and that's about it. Hmm. So I followed him over. I remember like thinking Bullet Club was the coolest thing ever at the time. And the thing it, is, it was like no, it was. It was. Fucking, it was cool as fuck. Like. It was fucking great. And then um, the elite happened, and everyone was wearing Bullet Club. What is with those yeah. teddy bears? Uh, oh, but Hasha in the front row. Mm-hmm. Versus Styles one on one here at All Star Extravaganza. Mm. Oh, Kevin Kelly, I hate. Let's Kevin go to the tail of the tape. You get some absolute tips. Tail the tape will. No, you have a bigger problem than like you. Sorry. It's because I've had to sit through the water, but it's Adam Cole. 
I do like these tail of tenure. Um, like, oh, no, 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 that? that's really cool. No one knows because actually, I was watching like current ring of honor earlier, and it's properly really, really good. We're doing like a pure title thing, which is like restricted movesets, restricted movesets, and it's incredible. And I love it. Um, do the tail of the tape and stuff still. Yeah, well, the thing is, they seem to be very on and off about it, and we'd always call it a different thing. It was like has his um, tips for victory or something. Like, but like, Cohen Arik especially had that proper like MMA. Not production, but yeah, production like and presentation, which really works. And like, look at it, because this isn't a big arena. There's not a lot of people there, but like, they make it feel bigger than it actually is. This this was long after. Is this not long after like Sinclair took over them? Yeah, Sinclair took over. We started getting money. Money. Yeah. Like this is like about a year after Conant left, I believe. Bullet Club here to back up. So I always remember listening to JL's podcast at the time, and he used, so, used to say, like, Ring of One is putting out like some of the best product of everything, but their production is awful and it's hard to watch. Oh, yeah, like, we didn't have a proper, if you're looking back when we didn't even have like a proper lightning grid or a proper set. Sound, sound production was rough as well, like, you could barely hear the theme songs earlier. Um, which is weird because it's sort of like. Oh, you're, sorry, go on. He's pissed off in WWE yet? Um, no, because um, Cole's always been on NXT. I think um, and they might. No, no, they don't. No, we've never clashed. I don't think we have. Um, I'll check. Um, I think it's about the time like Adam Cole moves on now. I think. Well, he's been feuding with Pat McAfee for the last few months. So. It's like he's totally stagnant now. Yeah. No, I'm so done with Undisputed Era. Like, it just feels like it's fair. This feels like what Bullet Club was in 2018, where it's like just fair because it was the cool thing in years past. And now, it's just fine. It's like perpetually fine. Because um, I should, because going into the um, AJ Styles and the Young Bucks kept feuding with the Kingdom at the and time, Cole and the Kingdom were great. Were like properly great AJ at the time. Styles, we sort of had Maria, no who's a decent mouthpiece, and then like Adam Cole, who's really? great, yeah, Mike Bennett, like, who looked like a million I'm bucks, and then Matt Taven the was also there. It's the. Um, <laughs> I always feel bad when I rag on Matt Taven because he is in reality a very like solid safe wrestler but he's never going to set the world on fire especially when you're in there with those people yeah and it's I kind of feel sorry for him because like he did on some level as a company man deserve a Ring of Honor title run but he won it at the biggest show we ever had where mm. everyone, where like all the Bullet Club smarts were like, you know what, Marty Skull we needs to win or Ring of Honor is dead to me. So Marty Skull didn't win or Ring of Honor was dead to me. Come out of his shell. Because half the. And then he turned out to be a nonce. So. He may be inside thinking, I gotta beat AJ Styles if I want to get back and challenge Michael Elgin for the ROH World Championship. Well, obviously. That's right, because like AJ Styles was. Go to Field of Honor. Like. He just. This is his first oh, IW, <laughs> first IWGP title, title reign, and this was, it was considered like a shock when he won it. No one expected him to. He took over from Davit. 
Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, and Benny debuted for next, um, later in the night. I believe with Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett also became part of Bullet Club. Seems like there's a lot of controversy around AJ at this point as well because he was hitting the South Slash and he had broken like two people's necks. He had broken. That one he'd done Lionheart. Yeah, he did Lionheart and he did um, Yoshi Tatsu in Japan. Uh, and then, cliche, but it's really um, <laughs> who else did he do? Do you know Because after that, um, Yoshi Tatsu started so like this Bullet Club Hunter thing, because like Bullet Club broke his neck. It's a great little story. But AJ Styles <laughs> had moved on by that point, and so he didn't oh, have God. anyone to actually feud with. So he was just... And, and, and he was like hanging around with Billy Gunn. It was weird. He made his oh. debut in August in New Japan Pro Oh, when he went from though, didn't he? Say that again? Try to sue him? Did Lionheart try to sue him? Um, I don't remember. Like, I remember, like, AJ was a bit of a dick about it in the aftermath, where it's like, well, it's actually a safe move, you just took it wrong, and it's sort of like, even if you're right, you're sort of not look. this isn't a good look, you ragging on someone who just broke the net off. Which is why he never does that anymore. No, he does it. Nothing. He does it all the time. He just doesn't do it as a finisher. Like I was thinking about it earlier today. Because for some reason, the Daniel Bryan match from earlier in the year popped into my mind. No, literally, that match had ended on the Styles Clash. It would be like a five-star match, but it went on like that 30 seconds too long, which kind of ruined the pacing. But. Yeah, because like we did like a pop-up style clash, and that was like naturally the end of the match, and then it just kept going. Yeah, when he nailed him there in the back with the back, like having that kind of rubbing that knee. One of my favorite matches of Steve about like the whole time. So it was just like a random like. I think I've talked about this. You know, when you're in your mid thirties, wasn't even sort of. I mean, work as well as the main event of a pay-per-view running. It wasn't even the main event of that SmackDown. Wrestler of the year. It was just like a random. SmackDown match. But Brian was doing that all summer. Like, literally, when SmackDown would go up and watch wrestling, or, you know, official sources, which I totally use. Um, I would skip to Daniel Bryan's match, watch that, and then watch nothing else of SmackDown, because Daniel Bryan's match was consistently really good. Like, Sheamus, Nakamura, Cesaro, Gulak. He was making everyone look like a million bucks and getting no credit because he was making everyone look good. Because he's literally just the best wrestling roster, right? He's a Bret Hart type where you can put him in there with anyone and he can create magic. And I know this because where the fuck was Drew Gulak at the start of the year? Nowhere. Drew <laughs> <laughs> even. Is that Drew even. Put them in a match together? Yeah, like. Huh? I think he lobbies for that kind of thing. He wants to work with. Um, he wants to work with mid carders. Which, because that's where he's come from, isn't it? Yeah. And like, so you know for a fact when he was working like Kofi last year, but that's exactly what he wants to be doing because he basically made Kofi. And then Brock Lesnar came along. Oh no! Advert. No. Trying to hit a deadline without losing all your stuff. Damn it! It's switching. Everyone, pause. <laughs> and now it's back to work. Really annoying on YouTube now. Yeah. It did the back. Um, I'm back now.
You know what's weird? Tor Sinclair is one of those referees that just stand out. You know what I mean? Like, the joke has been Ring of Honor. Yeah, he's always been Ring of Honor. But, like, he's over. I went to a Ring of Honor show in Edinburgh, and Todd Sinclair came out, and someone just shouted, Yes! Todd! <laughs> oh, that was a great heel move right there. That was brilliant. I saw Adam Cole live actually at a What Culture event, and he was doing his Adam Cole baby thing. But <laughs> it was against Elgo and Jay Leaf, and they kept rolling him up. And so, like, Adam Cole rolled up, kick, kicks out, kicks away. Okay, let's try that again. Tries it again, gets rolled up again. And then when he realized everything was. great. Everything was clear. He was like, oh. I should pick that match one day. That's the thing, it's like, you see me in the crowd. Buying the, like, sort of season for people and then take it away. And then it's just going to get you more heat, and that's perfect. Yeah. To be fair, like, Adam Cole does have a charisma. Like, we stuck around for, like, ten minutes after the Blackpool main event because we thought he would turn up. And then he did. And it was great. Everybody went absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Fuck. Most takeover crowds are two, some of the best crowds I've ever been in. Especially that first one. That first takeover crowd was wearing for it. Just because it was the first time a long time that the UK had had decent level WWE. Yeah, I think also, like, this is before WWE had started, like, being predatory about NXT UK. This is when they were like, as long as it's not on one of our taping days, you can work wherever you want. So, um, everyone was just like, oh, good. Like, they're actually doing a nice thing. And then, like, a month later, it was like, oh, no, actually, they're just cunts. <laughs> gonna take everybody from progress. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They, let him, they still let them use, pro- use them in progress, but they didn't let them use certain, like, indie stars. Like, David Starr got blacklisted, which, to be fair, he's now blacklisted for a very different reason. But, um... Yeah, this, you know, yeah, it's weird though, because like, WWE are funding more like, dangerous events. Than ever and- like, ACW are doing. Um, oh. Um, ICW are doing shows now on the network, like new shows. And WWE are funding it. Forearm! Oh, nice. You know what though, like AJ's um, tight sure. designs here is really cool I'm with the Bullet Club logo. The Bullet Club, it was so yeah. cool. And I just hate what it became because now, just. Well, no, actually, the Bullet Club well, it was fine and then children. Evil got brought in. Jesus yeah, fucking Christ. Some, uh, <laughs> but, um, is it still. Um, We're trying to figure out what's next. What do you call him? JY. Look at this. And who else? Um, Kenta, Tajishimori, Um, It's much the same as it was around Wrestle Kingdom when you last watched, but um, there's Seeds of Deceit against White. I gotcha. Oh, Shika Roshi! Like, you can tell he just now is as cool at this stage because he had a Ringo Starr haircut and no one's brought it up yet. I hated it when he went to that first when he was in um, TNA at the time. He went like all emo dark. Oh yeah, with that, with that weird theme song. And like, yeah. he'd sort of just. I listened to. 
<laughs> he missed for knee by a million miles. Styles left hip hitting the mat hard. Just uh, to be fair, I imagine this is like quite the dream Cole, match at the time because Adam Cole was like an indie darling because of PWG. Have you ever seen that, that promo with him, the Young Bucks, and Cole Kevin Steen? Got a little Rodney no. in um, So, <laughs> so Adam Cole's whole thing in PWG was he'd Cole shout at people to suck his dick. Leg of AJ and. <laughs> And that's exactly uh, the, the worst thing he did in PWG, believe me. Um, and I, I haven't seen I will not suck your dick, but I will make sure everyone in this locker room sucks your fucking dick. Not these two. They're good Christian boys. We don't do that shit. Well, Cole can't win um, like this. He can't win. Well, Doesn't have it all, though. Um, Beyond that, it's actually a really good drama. Oh, um, once he was facing up against um, Cedric Alexander in PG and he, he handed the like ring announcer a note. Could force AJ and it was like, where he could lose. and Adam Cole is looking forward to facing ACH. Whoops, I mean Cedric Alexander. And the whole crowd went boo and started chanting, that was racist. And then just... He pointed to the note again, and it was like, in the event of a that was racist chance, you can suck my dick. That's brilliant. It's one of those things you can only get away with on an indie show, because if it was like this, where it's going on TV, no one's going to allow it. No, I, no, I wouldn't, because it wouldn't... I don't as, as it is, it wouldn't come across as it would with the crowd. Yeah, no, that's been good. In, P- in a PWG context, it's oh, very clearly like the handiwork of what a joke. Because that's the weird thing. Yeah, that's the weird thing about like close to the line's humour. It only really works when there's more to it than just for racist jokes. Like you look at Community, where like Pierce makes a lot of racist jokes, but the punchline isn't the joke itself; it's people's reaction to it. Too well, I'm so because you know it's like at live and like nothing big has happened, but people are standing up anyway, and you can't fucking see. Yeah. Like I'm like fine half the time because I'm six foot tall, but I always felt so few when everyone kept getting up and take up. Man, you and Rob like towering up when I'm sitting there. Like I need to stand on my chair at this moment. <laughs> no, it's it's. <laughs> Somebody lift us up. <laughs> like a fucking girl at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was at um. I was at Transmit and um. Man, it's weird because Transmit became a weird family tradition. But like the 1975 were on, and I love the 1975, but none of the rest of my family do. So I went and watched 1975 on my own. It was a bit of a but during it, I felt like something tugging on my hoodie. Adam Cole was very I was like, classy there. Going on? And it was a girl trying to climb onto my shoulders. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, please, I really want to go on someone's shoulders. I'm like, if you'd have asked, I might have said yes. But you were just climbing. Also, like, Jesus. Yeah, got from me. Try to waste like. Fingers were like, this is. Like at this point, New Japan is like AJ's main thing, so he's not like bumping c- circles for Adam Cole because he has like Okada to deal oh with. Oh, <laughs> Adam Cole is <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you see, because Adam Cole's taking over big bump. That was nasty. 
good. But, like, again, as someone who's literally, like, the best match he thought, I thought I'd ever seen at that point was, like, Cena versus, Stuck, versus Punk. Like, these <laughs> mad bumps. Was, what was the thing that drew us to TNA at the time? It was, I was seeing stuff that you never ever saw. Like, the X Division stuff on its own. The, tech, the tag team division, the women's division were all leaping bounds ahead. Did you just get an advert as well, by the way? I got an advert. I got an advert. <laughs> well, I've, I'm in now. I'm just going to be a few seconds behind you. I did. Is that on? Well, I'm just watching. It's AJ's. I'm just watching it. Um, Telly, like through the. Nah, no, whatever YouTube app. You'll get a few and adverts from me then because I'm going. To, it's just going up the rope for me. Yeah. Ooh. I'm a lovely little 450 right there. I miss the spiral tap. I really miss his spiral tap. But his left knee now hurt. Because yeah. he didn't pull out over time. It was like a super After move. In I miss like... Cut his, uh, his leg. Risky move to hit. Oh, no. <sighs> I'm trying to... We'll do the calf crusher. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't even the best. I love, I love that move. Um, this wasn't even best. the best match of AJ's this year so for AJ was definitely was it, no, yeah, Suzuki was match to was it? yeah no Minoru Suzuki match of this year and it was incredible oh my god can't say I've seen it uh, I'll pick, I'm gonna pick it. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick it this time because I wanted an AJ Styles match, but also oh, nice. I didn't want to um, pick a. Ooh. <laughs> just also a nice, a nice clothesline. Oh, that was a nice clothesline. I'm just gonna skip five seconds ahead. There we go. That'll be marked and cut off now. Um, do though, AJ is an underrated seller because he keeps selling the leg. That is a great move. That, move. that is a great move. It was only a near fall. Welcome to Ring of Honor. <laughs> it's classic uh, inverted shoulder breaker. <laughs> You've never sounded more funny in your life. <laughs> it was a classic well, little. You know what? The shoulder breaker was always one of my favourite moves, and do you want to know why? It is because of Greenheart. It, it was Papa Shango's finisher. <laughs> we were a Papa Shango fan. Oh. <laughs> Why does no one oh, else do that? To, uh, oh no! Oh. That's in what AJ, he never does roll ups, he just makes oh, it into a splash. Oh. oh no! Oh. Now we got him! Styles Clash! Styles Clash! Styles, Styles Clash! Jams Back out! Nice. Cover! Um, two! Oh, no, cover up, lovely. What's your favorite, what's your favorite you singles AJ Styles match? Or like, not Cole like the triple threat, because I know you'll say the triple threat. Bring awareness right there! I don't know how he did it, but still um, he knew it. Look, it's just a little... Probably one of the ones with... Hanging on the bottom rope, just enough to break the count. No, either <clears throat> Jewel and Adam or Angle, probably. See, so one, many. There's a Daniels the one that sticks out for me, where um, they try to stab each other with a screwdriver. Difference of opinion, perhaps. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they chase each other for five minutes? DJ. Basically. <laughs> There's actually a oh, really good yeah. one with Bully Ray. There's actually a couple of really good AJ ones with Bully Ray. Styles Clash. Bully Ray was so good at the time. Like, yeah, like especially like yeah. That. Now, Have you ever seen Bully Life? He's, Don't think so. No, I haven't. He's one of the best um, controllers of a crowd I've ever seen. Hell just 
where he's on the telly. Like mm -hmm. I always used to love when he used to talk about because it was when all this Twitter was becoming a big thing, mm -hmm. and he would come up with his phone and he'd say, "I'm on a Twitter machine." And he wind you up, but just by saying Twitter machine, yeah, to piece people off. Your piece of shit. Florida Keys. Oh, Florida Keys. More people like, need um, to. That's, that's basically Kento Miyahara's finisher. This bloody excuse to mention. We had like some really good matches with um, Sting. The rage boiling with yeah, it was probably one of very few good matches right Sting had in TNA. <laughs> So he was like ripping up the corner of the. He went through a period of ripping up the corner of the ring. Mm -hmm. Just the boards and piling people on it. Now that you've mentioned it, because I don't think we're going to mention it in the actual Sting match we're watching. He's keep his head in the um, what do you think of Sting's AEW inclusion? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. Like, you know what it is? Like, people are going to be like, oh, he shouldn't be wrestling for it. Is he really going to be wrestling that much? He's probably going to wrestle, like, a match against Cody, and that's it. Yeah, like, like, just let him have it, and, like, you know what it is? The fans absolutely loved it. Feeling disrespected, maybe. Well, to be fair, nothing, nothing wrong with it. I think his, that shirt was apparently the fastest-selling shirt in um, pro wrestling. I've, I've said to you on the tech, and that I want it immediately, like, I watched the video, and I, I got proper goosebumps. Because you never really uh, get, get many shirts with, like, Sting's face. It's always, like... The scorpion, and scorpion, that, but yeah. like nobody right wants now. it because otherwise you look like you're just really into the crow or something. <laughs> and like I don't want people to think I'm into the crow. I'm not a 12 year old emo boy. That's the one. I'll get that someone. Well, that, I, the thing is, I always think about pro wrestling tees, t-shirts, and then I look at the price of fucking shipping. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, ridiculous. I'm not paying $9 for shipping, I refuse. You think at this point now, they would have like some sort of UK distribution store? Yeah, because UK is such a hot market for wrestling. Like, even New Japan has a distribution store. They go through um, mm -hmm. their pro shop, so... Mm -hmm. I know, it's just ridiculous. We're gonna let the crowd call this one. I was just gonna get EB in a couple of months, maybe a Schneider yeah, version on there. Yeah, with probably like deodorant right marks under it. <laughs> I, I say that some fans don't wear deodorant oh believe me I fucking know <laughs> Jesus Christ I, I once went to a should never be it was sure <laughs> yeah like um Ooh. what <laughs> like I remember once um I went oh, what was the show oh it was um, an ICW show and there was a oh nice Pele Super kick. Don't say that. See, no one is. I've always hated that. I've always hated the way they the oh. say it's Pele. It's a Pele kick. Right. An overhead kick. It's a soccer kick. I don't watch football. That was definitely a two. I watch real sport. No, but you know who Pele is, don't you? I don't. <laughs> that was a close. You know who Pele is? I don't know. I, I know two footballers. Wayne Rooney and David Beckham. That's all I know. Jesus. <laughs> Watch them. Like, I'm not going to quit you on the different Power Rangers. We saw a Cole hit the super kick. It's not Where, I had to read the covers because I ran out of alcohol. Oh, no, what have you got? <laughs> Port. Answer to that, all right. <laughs> I just have a big um, bottle of water, so. 
that used to contain cream soda. So, so I understand from like anyone watching that looks like I've just been drinking cream soda out of a bottle. I haven't. Well. Classy. Classy. <laughs> I just fill up, fill up these big two litre um, water bottles because otherwise I just forget to do it and then I'm thirsty in the middle of the night. It's like, oh god, I need to go down there. Ooh, this match now is starting to go too long. You think? Yeah. Because that series in the middle there was like perfect for like uh, yeah, it's, before the end. If it, The thing is, the only issue here is he can't have Cole going over AJ because otherwise he'd have to fight for the IWGP championship. Actually, yeah. AJ did defend that title in Ring of Honor. It was in a triple threat match between Okada and Elgin. Which is weird, and like as far as I know, it's one of only two IWGP triple threats ever. They are fighting over a. And you can tell me the other one. I, I'd be very impressed. Of real estate just above us. Is it recent? Um, it's very recent. It's 2018. Uh, uh, I'm still mad about it to this day, quite frankly. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okada. No, it didn't have Okada. It was Omega, Abushi, and Cody. Because Abushi challenged. Um, because Abushi challenged Okada. One, two, three. There we go. We'll go into match in seconds. I want to finish my army though. So it was Abushi, Okada, and um, what's his face, Cody. And the way Cody got the match, basically, yeah. was um, Abushi had beaten Omega in the G1, which gave him a reason to challenge for the title. But Cody had been defeated by Omega in the last title defense, but just walked into the ring and was like, Omega, we're friends, right? Why don't we make it a triple threat? And Omega accepted, because apparently it changes the world or something. No, it doesn't. I don't want Cody in my Omega versus Abushi match. You Cody just seems to be this, like, sort of, just... I don't know, like, just seems to wrangle and slam his way into everything now, like. Yeah, well. I'm so over. I'm so done with Cody now. Like, I want him to just turn heel so I can hit him. <laughs> okay, so what did you think of that match? I enjoyed it. I, th- I think it went a little bit long. Um, But it was good, and it was um different to what we'd normally expect from AJ, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was really that much sort of crazy high flying stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he had um, calmed that down um, by this point. I'd, I think Carnett pointed it out once um, where he was like, eight, when I first started with TNA, AJ was going all over the place, and by the time I left, he got smart and slowed down. Like, because you literally, because you just need a couple high spots and everyone's happy, especially since he's basically. Yeah. When would this be September? He's at this point. He's either just before or just after a G one, so mm. it's sort of a perfect oh, time fine. to slow down. Because it's weird. Because uh, I've both two of, two out of three Ring of Honor shows I've been to have been just post G one, and mm. um, so and the only G one competitor on one of them was Hangman Page, and he was clearly shattered but then i had naito on one of them who was perpetually on the edge of like crumbling to dust so i was surprised he <laughs> <shut up. laughs> like fall to pieces yeah 
<laughs> like honestly, Naito always looks tired, but still, he's never as bad as Card has been. Jesus, he's been bad. Anyway, really? this... <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Don't get me fucking started because I'm gonna get dig into him a lot during our award show, which I believe is next week. Are we doing that next week? Don't know. We're doing our award show at some point in the next few weeks. I know because we were waiting for war games, weren't we? So we can add more things. Mm. Anyway. Um, the next match, <laughs> I just realized what the next match is, is, okay, so, Rob didn't want to have his pick done this week, so we couldn't, um, if he wasn't going to be here, so me and Garth were scrambling minutes before recording, and we were like, we both can't be asked for, like, another 20-minute classic or whatever, so what's quick and funny? <laughs> And I am I like we went to a great Carly match and when Garth was basically you know what's funny? Addiction. So No, I didn't see that. <laughs> and so we're watching Victory Row 2011, um Garth's pick um of Sting versus Jeff Hardy. Cause... And honestly man, this is like this was this was obviously when Hogan and everyone Peak came in, wasn't it? Peak TNA. This is like, this is. I remember watching this, like, because I used to get it the night after it was live. And mm-hmm. um, I'm watching it and just be, sitting back and thinking, what, what, what the fuck have I just watched? <laughs> and straight away, it's like straight onto the internet, like, gotta work. Was was Sting like purposely doing what he did? Did what the fuck is Hardy pissed him off with? But then you see he's off his face. You say, oh, right, yeah, watch it again, yeah. You can, oh, it's, it's fucking bad. It could be worse. It's as bad as it got for, for Hardy, like. But I, we could have picked the match where Vader knocked out. No, Vader got his eye knocked out by Stan Hansen. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> not, not as horrific as you think. But also, now that you said you don't want to see it, I am going to sneak it on you, one of these martial arts. Sick. <laughs> um, no, it's one of those matches where me and Rob were like, we'd love it, but we hate ourselves for loving it. <laughs> it's a mor- it's a morbid thing. We're, like, you can't judge us, because we're about to have a lot of fun laughing at an addicted man. So... Okay, so, have you got up? Yes, and the link will be in the description. Yes. Um, Three, two, one, go. I like how the bottom of the the tape, it said, um, no excuses for Jeff Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, about to get one. Um, What about if I'm off my face? (laughs) Tell you what, though, I really liked this aesthetic for TNA. It looked really good. That's great. The uh, thing is, before just like, before this, Hardy was having a good one. He was having decent matches. He had some really weird entrances, like he once came out smoking. No, actually, you know what? The, the good matches weren't before this. The good matches yeah, came after this. Like when he went through his redemption arc and he was feuding with like Bobby Roode yeah. and Austin yeah. Aries, and they were great. The Austin Aries matches especially were really good. <laughs> You can tell already. He's staggering. At the time, I couldn't tell. I just thought, I just thought it was part of his thing. But maybe that's why he does all the weird shit, so you can't tell when he's off his tits. To do that. Uh oh. No, in the middle of a in-laws' house. Thing. It's pretty bad. Yeah. 
Apparently, he was hard to find during the whole day. Which, like, probably under the rafters. The last thing is like, how hard? Like, a TV studio is a big place, but there's only a finite amount of rooms. Okay, what do you think of the Hardy's TNA theme songs? Because they were all by him. I didn't mind them, I thought, I thought they were fine. Like, the lyrics are weird if you actually listen to them. I've never listened to the lyrics, like. Um, if you listen to this, like, another me I need to be in this lifelong game of Monopoly. It's like, Jeff Hardy doesn't strike me as someone who plays Monopoly. Hmm. Like, he strikes me as someone who um, argues really loudly to be the car and then doesn't play anyway. I don't think... Like, I've never heard an interview with Sting or with anyone at the time. What mm-hmm. about this? Like, regarding, regarding this match, yeah, because I, I have Sting's seen obviously been told. Sting's obviously been told at this point, just go out and just end the match, just do it. Uh, no, he hadn't been told yet, because if you remember, Bischoff comes out. Um, oh, yes, sorry, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, Sting has told us Bischoff. About um, and, like, he was very nice about it. It's amazing. Like, it's somewhat amazing how forgiving Sting is. He's a born-again Christian type, isn't he? Yeah, because, like, he doesn't even get mad at Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan has wronged Sting so many times. <laughs> I mean, you could forgive Sting for being mighty pissed off when the fact that this is a title match on a pay-per-view with that horrible belt. He was very (laughs) clearly pissed off on the night. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, because you see him just glaring at him, don't you? To be fair, I've had, like, people turn up to, like, proper, like, business meetings for, like, like, artists I was, or bands turn up to, like, recording studios drunk, and it's the fucking worst thing, because, like, you... Oh, yeah. Because it's not only that, because they're also kind of making a scene of themselves, you're kind of just embarrassed. And it costs money. Yeah, I think (laughs) you've made me look bad by doing this. Oh, look at the guy... Garth marked out for seeing in Blackpool. What a legend. And what then a legend. didn't react at all when Triple H was as close to me as I am to my fucking bookshelf. Yeah, trips, man. Comes and goes. Universal forever. Belt is the worst belt in wrestling history ever. Is it? You think? Yes. 100 miles. By 100 miles, yeah. Do you hate it more than the spinner? It's worse. He weighed in this morning at yes, much more. I think I love the spinner. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the spinner any day over that piece of shit. Hang on, here we're about to look into his eyes. Oh yeah, he is definitely. <laughs> to be fair though, if he, I, I am very impressed that he managed to like paint on himself. Where oh, yeah. didn't hardly work. Like I've scribbled a note for myself in the in the morning, like I've had to like remember something, and I have not been able to read that shit. Oh, we're back on the belt. Yeah, it's a pretty shocking belt, isn't it? Disgusting. Remember that weird period where Sting was like the Joker? That was hard to watch, especially because he had a pet crow. Apparently that was all his um, all his ideas. Really, he just wanted to be really goofy and 
Well, that just shows just because you've been in the business for half a million years doesn't mean you have good <laughs> ideas. Was that fuck f- Fred Durst in the car? <laughs> so Fred Durst. <laughs> well, just as the new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I suppose, like, when you think about it, then they obviously knew at the time that Hardy was off his tits, right? Yeah. Just smart. Bischoff to see this. Rather than have it absolute mockery of a match. Yeah, but also, you shouldn't have let him go out there at all. Yeah. I wonder what else was on this card. I'm going to look it up. Our business. Oh, he's saying Hardy there. You fucked up, mate. <laughs> like you done. <laughs> Jobs, brother. You're jobbing. Because yeah. Mr. Hardy was taken advantage of in such a blatant way. And Hardy opened his eyes coming. He's just. I want you to know that I'm going to be fair. They had a number one contendership match on this card, but went to a double fucking countout. <laughs> what? Really, shake my hand. I want you to know I'm going to be fair. What do you think's worse? Because 2000s era WCW of this era T- oh, TNA. In order to make this a level playing um, field, here's what we tie. We're both pretty atrocious. Yeah, I think because TNA, like, about a year after this, actually started getting good. To level the field, this is where, like, Garrett Shoff was getting matches and shit. Oh, when we got together <laughs> with Mr. We went at Aces and Eights. Yeah, I remember someone I thought. Enjoy the Aces. Aces and Eights was. It was great for the first half and then was shit for the back half. Like, yeah. for most of Aces and Eights history, Bully Ray was the one good thing about it. And Taz. The wedding, the wedding was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. I forgot about the wedding. <laughs> it was Marion Brooke Hogan. Yeah. And then he. Then it turned out Taz. Then he went out with Brooke Techmack and was like, "I'm going out with the hot Brooke." Yeah. And then Brooke Hogan buried Bully Ray by talking about his penis. It was. Imagine if Hardy threw the t-shirt and it got thrown back. <laughs> like, it's what? really rough, isn't it? Like, it isn't. This isn't as funny as I expected it to be. You can just see how pissed off Sting is. Sting is. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be kind to you when I take you down. Like, Hardy's really lucky he did this with Sting and not, like, one of the wrestlers with, like, actual fight. No, that's when he... Because someone like, someone like Billy Ray would have really fucking, like... He'd have made it look real, yeah. And, like, no, because imagine if he did this with, like, Dan Seven. Sting decides that whatever Jeff Hardy is trying to accomplish and get like imagine if he did with Randy Orton just kicking him in the nuts going stupid stupid like that is just awful messing with the crowd at Victory Road declines to throw the Jesus Christ because it's not only that though it's like it's dangerous it's so Sting on Sting's part yeah it's why Arn Anderson got fired he probably stiffled him there yeah like and I wouldn't blame him to be honest (sighs) to be fair that was a fairly clean bump yeah, and then you see Hardy's face sitting in the corner, don't you? Quite frankly, 
if I had to pay to go see the show live after that main event, I would want a fucking refund. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, imagine if at Blackpool, Joe Coffee turned up drunk. Actually, I kind of want to see that because then Walter would just destroy him. <laughs> That's what, what I mean. Looks like it. So, like, you see how pissed off Sting is? Yeah, just look at him. I'd love to have seen like a shot from the cameras backstage after this. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's going to be covered by this because, like, um, I don't know, a minute left of it, but people are booing and he's just shouting, I agree. And <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. He's, up, he's one of the ramp, isn't he? Yeah. Tia. Ah, Christ. Do you think they came out after the show and I explained what happened? I agree. There it is. I agree. Yeah. Was he shouting bullshit or something? Wrong, yeah, probably. Tonight here at Victory Road. <sighs> I'd love to see him backstage. See Sting just went mental. Garth Jackson. So. That was one of those things where I think everyone should have to watch just to know, <laughs> like, what happened. Like, because so many people call, like, a match bad nowadays when it's average, right? Like, you have, like, an average yeah. match and people are just like, oh, it was bad. Like, for example, take Joe Coffey versus Walter uh, to take over, where people said, oh, it's bad. When really it's not bad, it's just sort of a slow match with some highlights, right? That's mm. what happens when wrestling is at its worst. That. Yeah, that's what happens yeah, when yeah. Um, talent goes unchecked in wrestling. That's the type of thing that people need to see as well, because when people talk about Jeff Hardy's past addictions and stuff, it's all on camera today. That's yeah, proof. and he's incredibly like open and raw about it, which I do like. Um, he's also very lucky to have gotten so many chances. Yeah. And I think he knows that, and I think that's why um, he lets him incorporate it into storyline. Yeah. Um, but he's clean that, like, he still goes through rough patches. Like, he went through one, one last year, didn't mm. he? But he stopped, like, this. He stopped being, like, destructive at the Wouldn't detriment of the product. All those types of things were the things that cost him like, top spot in it, because he would have been the top in the WWE for a long time yeah he has like the closest equivalent to like a Jeff Hardy type I can think of now is like Darby Allen in terms of like yeah. the um, type of charisma he has Different. yeah like he, he he just stands out despite not being in the mold of what you'd want so mm. yeah I, 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 mm. I, we would normally ask for a rating here we forgot to rate the last match but I'm thinking like an 8 for the last match do you agree High seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, and with that, I don't think we can rate that fairly because it wasn't a match. Uh, I think we'll have to pick a good Jeff Hardy match because there are plenty. So yeah, well, just yeah. Uh, the other fair, side we're, of it. we're doing a deletion match next week, so so that will be so a good. good. So on to wrestling where everyone is sober. In fact, one of the people is straight edge. It's not CM Punk though. Garth would never pick a CM Punk match, but. This is uh, this is almost as shocking because Gaff, I did not expect. Only CM Punk versus Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> of all um, matches, I expected you to pick 
a Kenny Omega match seemed very unlikely. Well, I enjoyed the match, and Pentagon <laughs> at the time was like one of my favorites because he was like top spot in Impact. Um, <laughs> also, it was it was that the story that came into it was excellent. It was one of the best and ends to a match, like surprise endings to a match. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, we'll, we'll not spoil it if you haven't seen it. Um, but I actually remember at the time. Look, I remember because I previewed this when I was doing like a solo podcast, and <laughs> I remember thinking, looking up and down the card, it was like New Japan talent versus either Ring of Honor or New Impact talent. So I was yeah. just <laughs> looking at it, thinking, this is like my podcast versus yours and Rob's. <laughs> <laughs> And I because we both, I think you picked Penta in our predictions for this. And I, of course, picked Omega because it's the correct choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll get more into that when we press play in the match, which will be in three, two, one, a go. One on one. You can call it Pentagon Jr. Pentagon you know what? People like to show the Ring of Honor, but like all the production done here. Um, was Ring of Honor. Like, Ring of Honor was doing the production. And, like, they brought in, like, the, um, announcers. And, like, yeah, because this is a similar set to what we used in MSG, isn't it? Pretty good. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed the whole show. Like, because it was so hype, you thought it was never going to live up to it, but it was just really good. It was just a self-contained, fun show. Yeah, and remember, people thought it was going to um, CM Punk was going to turn up and I'm like he's definitely not oh, yeah, going to turn up like even, didn't he not even put something out and say look I'm not going to be there like because wasn't he at some other thing like, oh but it was, clear, other, like, it, was, it, was, it was clearly just a work program clearly no that happens every time so, like for example Tony Khan said before going, um, this episode of Dynamite Kenta will not be on Dynamite but people were still complaining going why wasn't Kenta on Dynamite it's like you were told in no answer Certain terms <laughs> that Kento would not be on Dynamite, and yet you are here. You are complaining. He's so good, Pentagon. He's such. Uh, he's the best part of the Underground definitely, which is still going on at the time. And is that completely finished now? Then. Um, well, none of the roster is signed anymore, and there hasn't been any since 2018. So. It's a shame though, because I love. I watch it one day. I've I've been watching through it, like because if the way it's paced, it feels more like a TV show than a wrestling show. It feels more like a you're watching a show about a wrestling company than an actual yeah. wrestling company. I did, I did watch like about four, four, five episodes of the first season. It's became too much of a ball like, to get a hold of. Um, yeah, but that's the biggest issue. I remember I was talking to Matt Striker once at a show. Um, because like everyone else is like beating Adam Cole and shit, so I was like, you know what? No one's talking to Matt Striker, so I'm going to seize my chance. Um, and he uh, and um, the guy guy I was with at the show was like, so how do you um, watch Lucha Underground here? Because he didn't watch it, I was the only one who watched it, and he was like, oh yeah, just do it, just use Daily Motion here because you, it's not. <laughs> you can. Is this how you can kind of tell the relationship between Kenny and New Japan was getting strained at this point because he's not wearing the fucking championship? 
and he's not wearing his outlandish gear. Um, to be fair, he wasn't doing that too much around this time, apart from for like big matches. Like, remember the gear he wore to Wrestle Kingdom? But, like, his Wrestle Kingdom gears were always insane. To be fair, yeah, not that one. Fun, fun as uh, Okada's entrance this year at Wrestle Kingdom, that was fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and now he's shine. He's so blonde at this point. You forget about. I forgot about that, but it's because he was in the Golden Mothers, so that was why. Mm. This was like, just like a, a rare sort of thing for Kenny in the US. He turned up in the US outside of New Japan. He turned up in the US more than you'd think. He just wouldn't turn up in big shows. Like he'd wrestle like Phoenix sort of mean, uh, like, on a regular like, show. Like the only other big show he'd have been on is like, a couple of Ring of Honor stuff. But yeah, apart from that, it was all. But you know where he's turning up? It was hype because it was just a. <laughs> <laughs> Just after all of, like, all of his like Okada matches and stuff as well. Um, yeah, the Okada, um, the Okada. One week ago tonight, two out three falls match was a couple months before this. This was like not long after the G1. Um, it's so weird. Just like. Remember, I was like, the exciting thing about this was you didn't get a show of the size that was in WWE because that was the thing. I remember, I remember um, you, like it's because this is two years ago now, and it's weird because like Ring of Honor runs places this size now sometimes. Um, New Japan does it, um, and All Elite was doing it is doing it on a weekly basis, but like a show like this was when was the last time it was an American show? It's big, but it's a couple of UK shows. It's big, like Progress running Wembley, ICW running the house. It was like, was it exciting to see this happening mm-hmm. on this scale and it not be WWE? Like, it's so, it's like, this is so, like, this is the end of like the golden era of the indies before WWE was signing absolutely everyone, before AEW was signing yeah. absolutely everyone. This is like the end of like a an amazing time in wrestling like I'm not saying now it's bad it's just completely different yeah no but like it's weird saying this about um, a show but like future generations are not going to understand how big a deal this was it's like how like someone of my age watches the original Wrestlemania and doesn't understand yeah it's like the buzz around it was unbelievable I remember the uh-huh. excitement everybody had even like even some of my friends who are not really into wrestling anymore but they were mm-hmm. they were bang into it they, they got into it and this got them back into wrestling yeah I think because people like shit on AEW's in product because like it's a lot of it especially the tag matches are fairly spot heavy but like that, that's what gets casual fans in because it's accessible you don't need to be five miles deep into wrestling law to understand what's going on in the Young Bucks match as much as Young Bucks match um, fans want to pretend that you have to be yeah like I remember, just keep it like I remember, someone tried to tell me because, like, I have, like, I put together like my top twenty-five match list of the year because nothing's gonna top it in December. And um, Omega versus and Page versus the Bucks was on there, but it was like only like number ten or eleven. 
and someone's like, why isn't it number one? I'm like, well, it was a really fun tag match, but I don't think it set the world on fire like a lot of people did. And, uh, and it was like, it was trying to like go over what about all these things? Like, well, like because half the shit, shit in that match is shit I had already seen, but in the Golden Lovers match, um, a couple of years before. You know what I love about Slingblade is um, on Lucha Underground, um, Matt Striker kept calling it the Tanahashi. <laughs> he was like, Tanahashi! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And I remember he was like, I don't like when people throw streamers in the ring because it looks um, markish. And I'm sort of like, you called the Sling Blade the Tanahashi. Like, not actually knowing the name of the word, the move is the most marky thing ever. You know what I like about this is like how many different people are wearing like independent promotions and independent podcasts t-shirts. Absolute smart heaven, isn't it? Yeah, and then like there's that one guy there with, with what appears to be a Braun Strowman t-shirt. One was big at the time. Omega is banged up. Will that pull To be fair, we're gonna find out. I'm sort of banged up after Dominion and then like some I'm just used to some chops to the point where like most chops don't affect me anymore. Like you've seen enough Walter matches and you just sort of like promotional schedule It's like lay into the pussy. Kenny Omega's a wrestler who never gets a No, because I was watching Noah from a couple weeks ago and Sakura, um, Marafuji um, chopped Sakura so much that his chest was bleeding. To be fair, if you've ever seen Sakurabi, you kind of know he's one of those people who just do that. He doesn't do any big things because he's like MMA. To be fair though, with those mats, it's probably about as safe as taking it in the ring. Then again, those are basically, because both in the ring and there, they're basically like spring gym match, aren't they? Many championships in, in PWG and MLW. He's been the Impact World Champion. I'm all as we like, I like because again, tonight, this is such this a celebration is, of short order has really of um, indie It's just naming all these oh, promotions. Absolutely. Like half the people watching probably have never even heard of MLW. Both in and out of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, I just listened to a podcast with um, Cole Bauer. People should more people should watch MLW by the way. It's so good. It's basically what people wanted. We're seeing like in, 20, in like 2017, 2018, it's basically what people wanted TNA to be. Oh, we got in there now. MLW. David Boy Smith, Jacob Fatu, Austin Aries, Lapaka. No. Well, it's weird. There's a few Lapakas oh going around, <laughs> which is just sort of the case with, like, for example, the mystical now isn't the mystical you're thinking of. Got huge Like the mystical. So go him. It's not a Sinkara. Yeah. Omega, you can see so, like, Sinkara's now Sin Sinstero or something, and it's weird because they're both in CMLL. And so, Mystico, the, that one, the Mystico, uh, the not Sinkara Mystico, was on the Ring of Honor show I was on, and people were shouting um, insults at him, thinking he was Sinkara. 
And he was just, he just ended up sticking his middle finger off of the crowd because he was like, I'm not him. Is it, is it Sin Cara who was the second Sin Cara? No, it's not. Like, who wasn't him? It's just a brand, it's a different Japanese, um, a different Mexican wrestler in either of us actually now. It's just, they cut their card mystical. I know nothing about Lucha unless it's on Lucha Underground. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is representative of overall Lucha, because I don't think there's a glove that kills people in Lucha Libre. There might be. I don't know. <laughs> it's like fucking insane clown posse. Ah, fucking insane clown posse. Great body control by Kenny Omega almost lost his footing. No, some, I don't understand me, but sometimes I feel bad about my weight. But if I watch like an American wrestling show, I start to feel slightly better. Yeah, wrestling fans like, you know, like, try to sort of read to people that the stereotype isn't always true, but then you look at a wrestling show and you think, you know what, it fucking is. There are all the people who are buying Treadwell tickets. Again, I'm sitting here with a shirt on with a beard. It's Omega now going to the top. And, and overweight, so... Yeah, so, like, look at that. I haven't even brushed my hair today, so... I could have forgot we were doing the webcam thing. And by the time I remembered, it was too late. Um... Into the center of the ring. I remember I was at an ICW show. Actually, this year, in 2018, it was Shug's house party. And... Two! <laughs> There was a guy there in like a, a, like because my someone I was with had a um O2 priority access, so I managed to get into like the priority access queue, which was fucking great. Um, but the other guy behind us was in like a Bullet Club shirt and like Bullet Club pajama trousers, and they wouldn't and they wouldn't let him in. Like and we could like we didn't let him in because it's like you're not wearing clothes <laughs> with not letting you in. Oh, wow, lovely. I love his snapdragon. So, by the way, if you're thinking of watching the Omega and Mockley match, I just skip it. I probably wouldn't get on the it anyway. It wasn't very good. No. The thing is, I fucking love the full um, game act from last year. Like me, like it's one of the few things in the massive divide between me, you, and Rob with. Because I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. No, that's the thing. Because we're like on a spectrum where I'm like, I loved it. You, you enjoyed it, and Rob fucking hates it. This is so it's like in a weird spectrum. <laughs> I put it like, it's like I really enjoyed that. And you know what else I really enjoyed, which a lot of people seem to really hate, that um, Miz versus um, Kane. Uh, Mania. Right, last man stand or something. That was really, really fun. I just thought it was really good fun. Yeah, like good fun. Like, like the high spots and stuff. Mania is normally really, really fun when it's not three and a half hours long. Like Mania this year when it was over two nights and three hours of each show. Perfect. Yeah, it was a one seven hours. Yeah, which meant like the empty arena Mania was just better than most Manias. Like the only thing that really dragged was the Edge versus Orton match. Everything else was sort of just fine. You see the confidence. 
And then it was like, it was so fun, it was just, yeah, just well, kind of fun in the beginning and fun at the end, but not in the middle, where we were just sort of walking. Like hitting each other on top of that <laughs> truck. Yeah, but like not quite because we didn't want to hurt each other. And he never saw it coming. But still, it was Edge, so... Yeah. V-trigger to the cerebral Honestly, like, of Penta. Like, don't want to... No spoilers for the, uh... The other thing, but... Edge, the Edge comeback... Well, this year's one of Oh, that's... De best, that's definitely gonna win moment this year. Best lesson of moments of the last few years. Yeah, like, it's... I don't cry very often at wrestling. Weird. Like, it's weird, because I'm very easy to make cry. Like, I cried at Harry Potter and the Chamber of Fucking Secrets, but... Uh, look, when Hagrid comes back... I lose it. I lose it every time. Those films are just, just lost on me. Um, the, books, the books are better, but the author is a piece of shit, which kind of recontextualizes the work. His uncle helped train me, and I've never seen anyone get him with a lackadaisical cover like that. And actually, because I feel this is a good show to play this film, I'm playing spot smarkiest shirt in the crowd. I always wanted to see Kevin Steen versus Penta. He'll try to line it up on the point of the chin. What, what is Owen uh, doing nowadays? What is he doing nowadays? I'm actually not sure. I don't watch Raw. Is he on Raw? Or is he on SmackDown? I haven't watched main roster in age. The only stuff I've seen from main roster recently is um, the Hell in a Cell match between Bailey and Sasha. Just roll. Uh, Only really. What is he doing? Uh, uh, yeah. Oof. I just watched. <laughs> that was nasty. I just watched the other one. Yeah. No. I've seen a ton of the Roman stuff, and the Roman stuff has been really good. Oh yeah, he's been excellent. Um, but like for WWE, I'm just like with current products, I'm just not interested. Even like NXT, I say that I still I still watch the takeovers, but the takeovers have easily been like worse than most main roster um, pay-per-views this year. Omega. Oh, made in Mexico. Do you like that move? So like is a power driver. What the package power driver? Yeah, they're both. Yeah. I think because like when you don't think of like impactful dropping people on their head moves when you think of Lucha. But then Pentagon comes along, who's like almost more of a Japanese mode, almost like more like a Shingo or um. Yeah, because he's he's a lot. He's a lot like sort of slaps and. Yeah. Which is, he's more like hardcore. Yeah. I mean, that match he had with Sonny Callahan is fucking brutal. You know what? I still haven't seen that match. Really, really good. I've, I know, because I remember I was interested in it because you and Rob both put it in the, your top three matches of the year that year. But then I just never ever got around to it. I'm going to have to add it watch list. No, that's because I was earlier this year thinking, well, I just watched that, then I realised that one of you are probably going to pick it at some point, so... Ooh. And his match with um, Tessa, Tessa Blanche was really good as well. I have seen that one, that was really good. Actually, he had, he had a few with Tessa Blanche, and they've all been, and they've all been really good. But now, like, Tessa Blanchard is a bit like, no one wants to touch her right now. Yeah, is she still in Mexico? I have no clue. She sort of sucked it off, really. Oh, fucking hell. 
forgot about this. <laughs> Don't you love this show? It seems like the time the show you put together on like Fire Pro Wrestling in terms of what was on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dream matches just chuck in the steel like a rumble match. As a, um, I've, I now have something like 1,200 hours in Fire Pro. Hold on. I have. And now Pentagon needs to finish it. I have two one thousand one hundred and forty seven hours. How many wrestlers do you have in like download map? Um, see, I don't know because normally I can tell by the amount of things that download when I open it up. But um, now that they've introduced like park crafting and move crafting back included in the map, so I'm not actually sure. It's about a thousand. Like I'm the old nightmare. Oh, I just nightmare for me. I just put it to fingers on PC. It's much easier. Like I have some. I have like the mod pack, which allows me to just alphabetize everything, so it makes it much easier and have everyone put into their my their actual. I think the one bad thing about Kenny Omega at this time was how often he used the V-Trigger. Because it hasn't been bad in this match. It really, like, finishes matches. Like, Oh, it never finishes matches. But, like, he... Even now, it's not really, like... It's not, like, a massive deal now. It's going to go for the finger break. Oh, Zeta! Zeta! Oh, the arm break. Oh. Thing is, that's not even that bad. It's just because of how brutal it was a little reaction. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's oh, by the way, I look. Remember the finger break thing, Mike Skill used to do, and you could actually hear yeah. the snap. You know what that was? It was him hitting. Yeah, he was hitting his tongue off the side of his cheek. And what? Oof. Right, there's so many people. I can't imagine that many people. In, I, well, I can't because I've been in a big crowd before. But this place coming like, what, what was the show? You know, like your first ever big arena show, whether it be like wrestling or a gig that you go to, and you just in awe. It was a bit like this when I put the show. Actually, what was your first big um, arena show? Arena experience. Yeah, you're gonna laugh at mine. Um. I'm gonna laugh at mine. Oh. Um, it was proper arena show. Like I've been to like little gigs and stuff, but proper big full arena show would be 1990 probably. Newcastle uh-huh. Arena. Razor. Mine is still. Mine is still. My mate's mother. My mate's mum won some tickets, and she took me and me mate. Um, my, it was in Manchester Evening News Arena and it was um, <laughs> Doctor Who Live Doctor Who Live? because my un- I was like 12, 13 years old and my uncle got tickets when I went down to see my nana and granddad so but my first like actual big arena gig was probably was um Richard Ashcroft. Can Penta counter for the first uh-huh. time tonight? No, he cannot. Ooh, 90, 90, yeah, really and then after that, it would have been stuff like. Break. You know what I like about. Oasis and. 
you know what I always find funny is when people talk about Kenny Omega matches, the one thing I always see, which is how you can tell that people aren't actually watching the Kenny Omega matches, where they're like people kicking out of finishes too much, and I'm like, well, one winged angel has been kicked out of once in the whole of the card in history. Yeah, the only thing that the only thing I'm not massive on about that move is it takes so long to sell. It does, but also because it never gets kicked out of, and he only and like he only and he can get it in fast. He can get it in. He's selling the he's selling the arm. Good. Yeah. Continue. Do you think he's going to be a good AEW champion? Oh Christ! Do you think he's going to be a good AEW champion? Um, I don't really have any problem with him, I'm just, I'm not blown away, because I don't think he's put on the matches that... Oh, the match, he's not putting anything with even... Nothing I mean, eh? has even touched. Um, For a second time this here evening. he comes. Sound here, please. Yeah, I, this is can you hear me? Is it? Can you hear me? I can, Ooh, I who could it possibly you, be? I, can hear you. I remember, I, would I, thought, I literally right. thought it was going to be Grado or something. <laughs> Every time light I goes down, clue who, I think it's going to be greater. I didn't have a clue who it was going to be because nobody... It could have been, like, I literally ever. thought for a second for punk, but then of course it wasn't punk. Part of the charm of the event held by Nick Matt. It's amazing that so no one, so no one knows, like, if only this is for, like, an actual TV show and not. Because, like, you can't even tell who it is at this point. Huh? Like, because they have similar builds, Penta. Individual. Yeah. Pretty good shape, actually. Yeah, this is before he got, like, dad bod Jericho. Which, to be fair, he's fine. I don't care about the dad bod, I care that he's shit. There's no way. Was that that, that like, pop there when everyone realised who it was? Yeah, really? like, and then like when he hits the code breaker. I love how Kenny sells the code so breaker. Cool. This is probably the last time Jericho surprised me. I don't know, like a little bit, but they'll be surprised. <laughs> but like when he came out for like AEW, it had been rumoured, so I wasn't surprised. Yeah. When I saw like so like this and the New Japan um so good. the last time. New Japan was just this whole completely invention. Yeah, and it's the last time he did it. Actually there's actually inner circle turmoil going on right now. So the inner circle might break up. No way. He was literally like I'm done with um, he came on and was like, I'm so done with this shit. Next week, sort it out of the inner circle is breaking up. It was at this moment you knew he was just done with, with WWE. Oh, yeah. I'll see you on the so I just kicked your ass, isn't it? No, I'll see you on the Jericho cruise. So This is why I watch wrestling. For Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho only. So, what did you think of that? <laughs> Loved it. Still one of my favourite matches of that year. Of twenty eighteen. Um it's weird. like literally my whole memory of twenty eighteen is just New Japan matches and just New Japan matches. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll give it a High eight, low nine, high eight. Yeah, I'm feeling a high eight. I think it's one of those matches that you feel that's a nine at the time, but then like doesn't 
age well because like yeah. you're in that moment Still. and that's what's carrying it. Yeah. Um, but like, really just as a moment in history, you can't really top it. I can't think of a better point in all of wrestling history. Well, I can. I can think of several, but it was still great. Um, it's like it's one of the last time I felt like properly optimistic about wrestling, and then like that and like um, Double or Nothing the next year, both shows that came out of going, oh my god, wrestling is so good, and then AEW's just sort of been fine, which is good. I'm it's a fine product, and I'm happy that it's a fine product, but I'm not watching it week to week. Um, it's weird. Yeah, kind of. I, as well. I saw this meme where, because like, I, I don't watch AEW every week, but I don't hate people who do. People, so it's like, it's the one show where people seem to hate people who watch it. And I found a thing, I think I put it in the group chat where it was like, um, AEW's like pineapple pizza, where not everybody likes it, but the people who don't like it get annoyed at you for liking something. <laughs> and like, That's true. Like, I honestly think that people just don't like it because they're annoyed that they can't stop watching Raw. <laughs> it's like the thing with Raw now is it's like people watch it and it's like but what if I miss something what yeah. if there's that one good that's, show and I miss it that's the hard because I literally just went through that with New Japan um, where it got bad like New Japan's been bad and I had to, I, and I couldn't get out of the cycle but then this G1 I just sort of snapped <laughs> and I was like no I'm like, done. I don't know yeah, and I remember because I remember I was talking about this in a new fan group, and someone was like, "Oh, go back to WWE," and I'm like, "I'm not going back oh, to WWE." Stupid. Like, that's thing. One day, someone will be able to praise other wrestling without bringing up WWE. Like, just let the wrestling stand on its own. Like, if I'm recommending like you or Rob a match, I'm not going to go, "Oh, it's much better than in WWE." <laughs> just yeah, just do it. Let it get on. It's like it's not like somebody just watches the like some of my friends just watch it good it's wrestling yeah. like, and if that's what you're like so what I have friends who just watch WWE and I talk to them about WWE and when I recommend them a non-WWE match they're like oh I'll check it out if I have time because not everyone has the time that's what some people don't need, seem to get wrestling isn't everybody's life it's, there's so much of it as well it's so hard to keep track of yeah so like I have my sphere that I keep up with. Basically, I watch like big matches from anywhere I can, but like for the most part, I'm keeping right now. I'm keeping up with like Stardom because the podcast and Noah. That's about it, and a bit mm. of DDT because I like the bollocks. And then someone will go, "Oh, but do you watch TJPW? It's on the same network." It's like I don't have the time. I watch the big matches and that's it. Um, because even like, mm. even like right now where I don't like where, where I've been job searching for ages. Wrestling is. People seem to think um, because of that I watch loads of wrestling, and I do. But re- wrestling isn't like all oh, you watch, and that seems to be the weird thing, where people forget wrestling isn't the only thing. Like yeah. I've been reading so much, and people like, and people just seem I'm spending all the time watching wrestling. It's like there's other things. Enjoy other things. Anyway, on that Good note, games. on that on that note, thanks for watching our wrestling podcast. <laughs> um, it's been a it's been a fun one this it's been three very mixed three very different matches um do you have any sneak preview of what you're thinking for next week i haven't really thought about it but my choice i'll come up with something uh matches that i've seen live it's okay that that isn't that isn't the theme (laughs) that's just what i'm going i'll go there but and then but it will be like from 2008 
um anyway in the meantime i've been chris o'brien that's been garth jackson you can follow us on facebook twitter all the links are down below um you can stop it for the love of god (laughs) i know it's meant to be like a vat but it looks like a too sweet (laughs) oh it does isn't it it's terrible too sweet me brother um (laughs) uh, you can follow garth at the Garthberg. And you can find me in the pub because you're in tier two, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you all. I've lost my mouse and I, I need the mouse to stop the recording. Um, <laughs> I don't recall. Okay. Good night, everybody. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans.